Welcome to the Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference tonight. Lessons from the front line. Our topic, leap of faith. Ah, it's just so nice to be here right now with each of you and with anyone who's actually listening to this later on as a recording. Tonight's topic came to me two weeks ago, exactly two weeks ago tonight. I was having a phone call with a dear friend of mine after uh, this particular call, and we were talking, now we were sharing from deep inside of our manifesting beings about life, about where we were, where we were going, and what it took to get there. And there was a moment in that conversation that everything in my physical reality seemed to melt away. And I was left feeling as though I was standing on the edge, the edge of the unknown. Literally, I put my arms out and I stood there and I felt myself on the edge. And we went on to further share about this concept, but not really so much of, of sharing about it as a concept, but sharing about it as an action. And that action was to take a leap of faith. I'm going to backtrack right now about three years ago, three and a half, no, maybe four years ago. I guess it was four years ago. I started thinking about my life. <laughs> no, it was a continuation of thoughts about my life. And I asked myself a question. I said, Mark, what is it that you are most afraid of? What scares you the most? And the answer came to me very quickly. Jumping out of a plane. That, that just, just saying at that point got me sort of shaky. Got me feeling that place in the pit of my being. Goes way beyond my, the pit of my stomach. It went into you know, just that deeper aspect of who I was, the pit of my being, and I felt like this, whoa. And I said to myself, that's, that's what I'm going to do. And I played around with this thought for a while. I cannot remember right now how long I really actively played with it. But a friend of mine was over visiting me in my house in Sedona, and he was preparing for his young son to go into surgery. 
not just a minor surgery. This was cranial surgery on a child, and I'm, I'm having a little trouble remembering how old he was, but certainly less than two years old. At that point, I was living with my five-year-old daughter, and I could only imagine in my mind what he was going through. I could only scratch the surface of what he might be experiencing. And I said to him, I said, I've been thinking about something recently. I said, would you, would you ever jump out of an airplane? He said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it kind of scares me. And I said, yeah, me too. And I got on the phone right there. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to make us a reservation. We're going to jump out of an airplane tomorrow together. It's my treat to you. I said, I've got some of my own stuff going on, but I realize for you, if there's one time in your life that you could use an experience like this, I believe it's right now. And it's right now for me. And we made an appointment and we went the next morning outside of Sedona in Cottonwood. And uh, we get there and we go through the paperwork. And I'm, I'm shaky. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm excited, but I'm a little nervous. But I knew I was going to go through it. We, we're, we're, we're reading and signing the waiver of responsibility. If I die, I can't sue them. <laughs> and everything else. And, and it's making me a little bit more nervous. <laughs> now, let me just tell you, some of my best friends in the world are skydivers. One of them's on the phone right now with us. So I knew that I knew people that had done this over and over and over again. But it didn't really matter because I had never done it. And we got in our suits and we got a little lesson and I went up first. And the gentleman that I was going to do the tandem jump with, we got into a pretty big discussion. Those of you that know me know I'm not much for small talk. And even in a plane, going up, getting ready to jump out, I was most interested in, in anything but small talk. And we talked about faith. We talked about belief. We talked about existence. And he connected himself to me. I'm in front. He's in back. We made our way to the door. I looked down. Oh, my gosh. And he said to me, Mark, put your feet, put your foot out there. Put your right foot out there. And something happened because my right foot began to move out of the plane and onto the ledge. And I thought to myself, this is really interesting because the last thing I'd be doing right now is putting my foot out there on that ledge. I ended up out there 
and my heart. I can't even tell you what was going on with my heart. And we jumped. And it was amazingly glorious. It was the adrenaline rush that I had never experienced prior to that time. There was a moment there that I wondered why I hadn't done this before. And at the moment that I left the safety of that plane, not one thought crossed my mind, not one instance of me questioning why I was doing it or whether it was the right thing to do. It was an amazing, amazing experience. My friend went up next. He too had an amazing experience. And then that night, no, the next day, the next day I met them at the hospital down in Phoenix. And I spent the next 18 hours there waiting praying, and being present. That little boy made it through that experience with flying colors. Looking back, I realize that in a sense, that little boy took his own leap of faith that day. So when I was talking to my friend a couple of weeks ago about this, my arms outstretched, nothing existing but me on the edge. I searched for what feelings were going on inside of me. And I identified them as belief and knowing. And I thought that's what it takes when you're about ready to experience that leap of faith. It's faith combined with belief and knowing. We were talking about some exciting projects that we're doing. We were talking about some actions that we're currently taking that are changing our lives that are part of our personal evolution of changing who we are. Maybe not changing who we are, because when you get right down to it, who we all are, it's under all the layers of the rest of us, the rest of us as the individual. So maybe instead of changing who we are, it's allowing who we are to come into the forefront. Allowing who we truly are to take center stage.
life's an interesting experience. (laughs) One of the things I've found is it doesn't really, how we approach it and what we do and how we do it That's our choice. That's our decision. There's nothing else involved. We get to make it whatever we want to make it. We get to step up. We get to step down. We get to be expansive. We get to constrain ourselves. How to approach it, there will be other people there with us that are approaching it that same way. One of the joys of my life is continuing to find where that edge is for me and then to take a look around and see Who's there? One of the things I really love about Lessons from the Front Line and this weekly opportunity for us all to meet up right here, right now, and I've been doing this for almost five years, is to take a look around and see who's here. We had more RSVPs for this call, Leap of Faith, than any other call we've had since we created or worked within a system of RSVPs. I love that because it reminds me that we are all in this together and that I'm not on the edge alone. That helps my knowing, that helps my belief, that provides tremendous assistance to my faith. Sometimes it seems like there's no one right there on the edge with you, and yet there always is. I had an interesting call this week with a person that offered me a mentoring session. One of the aspects of my life that's been, watch your wording, Mark. One of the aspects of my life that's ready to happen right now is for me to find a mentor, for me to have someone that I can go to that will hold me accountable, that will assist me in looking at my goals and my dreams and my vision for what my life is about and assist me in that process 
and hold me accountable. You know, over the years, I've shied away from this aspect of finding someone to hold me accountable. I've played that role for a lot of people. I continue to put myself in that position, took on a new person last night for an ongoing mentoring program that I will be that person that they will be accountable to. I will be that person that will assist them in clarifying their dreams and goals and visions for their future, in supporting them, in supporting their highest good. But I, I really didn't want to, prior to this, put myself in that position. There's a lot of change going on right now for me. It's as though my authentic self is waking up or I'm giving it the room to grow, to move into place. How am I doing that? I'm getting rid of excess baggage. I'm addressing what doesn't serve me anymore. I'm diving into my fears and my insecurities because I don't have room for them anymore. They don't serve me. Now listen, I honor them because they helped me get to where I am right now. And I love who I am. And I'm quite pleased with where I've made it to. But now it's time to free up some space inside me. My authentic self needs some more room. Needs to be able to take deeper breaths. Needs to be able to stretch and expand. My fears, my insecurities, they're just in the way. I'm very fortunate right now to be working with a group of really amazing people. We're developing some local programs. And with two really incredible people, we're developing a national and then to be an international program. It's real. We've set the dates. We're promoting it. We're stepping up to it. We went through an experience on Monday night with a woman I've worked with for the last five and a half years. 
she does what's called resonance repatterning. Resonance repatterning is a real interesting process. It acknowledges that you say you want to reach a certain level. And yet there's something that's blocking you. What do you think that could be? Something outside of us? The economy? Certain variables outside of us we don't have any control over? No! It's the stuff inside of us. It's those fears. It's those insecurities. It's those patterns, those thought forms that have held us in places and just kept us a little bit stuck. So the three of us that are doing this national program were on the phone with Victoria, our resonance repatterning person. And we had written our mission statement and six or seven intentions for, for this project, for this endeavor. And we went through one by one each of these statements. Now, I've been working with Victoria for about five and a half years. She's helped me through some of the most dramatic, traumatic times of my life that I have provided for myself and then needed some assistance to move through. Kind of knew how this worked something really impressed me on Monday night as we went through these statements. I figured that, that each of these statements would need to be worked on. That's just kind of been my experience in the past. I come to Victoria. I talk about what's going on. I say, I know there's a block. I can't quite reach it. We knew that there was a block. We all knew that there were blocks in doing what we're doing, in taking what we're taking out there for everyone and yet for us. Because you really can't do anything for anyone else without doing something for yourself. And what really touched me the other night was that we were in resonance with several of those statements. Several of those incredibly powerful statements didn't need any repatterning. We were right there with it. The other ones absolutely needed repatterning and we cleared it in that call that night. Powerful. I'm honored to be standing on the edge with these two other amazingly, incredibly beautiful, loving beings. Sometimes when you need to get from where you are to where you're going, 
The only way to get there is to take a leap, a leap of faith. I couldn't ask for better company in this process. I have so much gratitude in my life. My whole life is like this. I look around. I listen to who's on the call tonight. People I haven't been connected to in years and years. John Smiley's on this call tonight. People that I've known for years and years and years. Eddie, Asia, Allison. People I don't know, and yet I know I'm connected to. Alex. And so many others. And so many others will be listening to this. We are all in this together. I mentioned gratitude a minute ago. And I want you to know that in the 21-day program, it's now updated. I hadn't updated it in, in several years because it was working. But I realized recently that there was something missing. And I said, over Thanksgiving, I'm going to update it. I'm going to update it with a page about gratitude, a page that each morning when we work this 21-day program, and let's see, how many days have I been working this 21-day program? I take a break now and again, but right now I think I'm on day 40. So each morning now, in addition to writing my visualizations for my life as though they are manifest now, I write my gratitude list. What a way to start the day. Get up at 5.30 and I write my dreams. At 10 till 6, I start my gratitude list. And it just fills me up. I thought there's not going to be much room after I write my dreams for the gratitude to fit in. And you know what happens? You expand to fit all this gratitude. There's a healing center here in Orange County that I'm starting to do some work out of. Some really freely enlightened, aware beings. We had a meeting yesterday. I asked for this meeting because I'm new there. They've been doing this for a while in its present form, six months. Last week, a group of us, four of us, spent some time and we developed a mission statement. Four of us sat in a healing room and talked out what this center was about. We developed a mission statement that had goosebumps all over my body. Because it had to do with knowing and belief. So in that meeting, I said, I'd like us to, to 
get everyone together, get the, get the main players together, get the team together. Guess what they call the team at this healing center before they even knew me, before Dr. Dream even walked into their life. They call the team the dream team. Have I found a home or what? So we got together yesterday and I, 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 I do some other work. I've, I've been at other healing centers. I've been at the meetings. I kind of thought it was going to take that form. And it did anything but take that form. We moved through the business very quickly. And before I knew it, we had created an opening for each of us to share what our dreams were and to be fully acknowledged and supported by everyone in that room. All I saw were authentic people sharing. All I felt was the swirling, magnificent energy of love and respect. And I saw myself in each of the people in that room. It's one of the most beautiful experiences in a business setting that I've ever had. And I thought, this is, this is what I'm looking for. This is drawing me in. Each morning I write that we have, that Maya and I have a comfortable and abundant life here in Southern California and that we're part of a supportive and vibrant community. Every morning I've been writing that. And yesterday in that experience, that supportive and vibrant community hugged me, embraced me for who I am, for who I'm becoming, and for what we can all achieve together. Who is part of your supportive and vibrant community? And are you being present for them? Are you standing up and embracing them? Take a look around you, my friends, because this is what's happening. Whatever your energy is, the people around you share that energy. Acknowledge the greatness in that and assist in the further growth and evolution that needs to take place. I've got some quotes tonight. Tonight's first quote is from Muhammad Ali. He said, it's lack of faith that makes people afraid of meeting challenges. And I believed in myself. Didn't he always say he was the greatest? Is that the driving force for him? Quote from Barbara Winter. 
when you come to the edge of all the light you know and are about to step off into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on or you will be taught how to fly. I take that just a step further and I suggest that we don't need to be taught how to fly. When we take that leap into the darkness, when we take that leap into the unknown, we're going to remember that we've always known how to fly. Paul Meyer said, whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, feel and enthusiastically act upon must inevitably come to you. I love this because it reminds me of something that I need to be reminded of. It's not enough to just work with my visualizations. It's not enough to, to have my strong desires and to believe. There's one more piece of the puzzle. And that piece is to act, to act upon it. Stephen Richards says, faith and doubt cannot exist in the same mind at the same time, for one will dispel the other. So if you're not acting from a place of faith, I suggest that you're reacting from a place of doubt. Martin Luther King Jr., take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Look what he did. Margaret Shepherd says, sometimes your only available transportation is a leap of faith. Ties into what I said earlier. Les Brown, I love Les Brown. My favorite quote from Les Brown is about helping others achieve your dreams, their dreams, and you'll achieve yours. But in this quote, he says, I advise you to say your dream is possible and then overcome all inconveniences, ignore all the hassles, and take a running leap through the hoop, even if it's in flames. It's a great visual. Last quote tonight. Henry David Thoreau. 
we must walk consciously only part way toward our goal and then leap in the dark to our success. So I want to ask you, what is it in your life? What is it in your experience? What is it about who you are becoming that you are hesitant or not willing to take a leap of faith? Take a look at your life. Where are you stuck? Where have you decided consciously or subconsciously, I'm comfortable here, I'm going to stay right here in this place? If you need some assistance in this process, I will tell you right now, I am here for you to support your highest good. You contact me through the website, dreamthebiggestdream.com. You contact me through Facebook. And you tell me what you need, how I can be in service to you to assist you in taking that leap. Because we're all in this together. I honor you. I respect you. I support you. And it all comes from this place in the center of who I am that's unconditional love. I want to thank you for making your way to tonight's call. I want to give you the URL to download for free the 21 Days to Change Conscious Creation Program. You can go to dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E, and you can download it right there. You want me to give you some feedback? Want me to hold you accountable? You want me to assist you in energizing your journey, your path, your being? I'll be here to inspire you because each and every day you inspire me. I'm going to unmute the lines. This is an opportunity for you to share, for you to share. And here we are together again. Wow, it was incredible. Thank you so very, very, very much. This is Patty from Sedona, and all I can say is that what you hit on gave me the chills because it's exactly, exactly what I'm experiencing now. 
Patty. I just love that we've reconnected after a couple few years. Yes. And here we are, and it's like energy attracts like energy, <laughs> and I am right here for you, with you, and just loving this moment. Thank you so, so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you, and it's a full moon, and it's beautiful here in Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful everywhere. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank Anybody you. else this evening? Well, Mark, it's been a long time since you and I have spoken or I've heard your voice. You haven't changed. You, you sound exactly the same. This is John Smiley, now up in Seattle. And um, I, uh, I'm so glad that I found you on uh, through Facebook and that uh, you invited me to the call. It's amazing. It is um, this couldn't have come at a better time for me. Um, I think um, like does attract like, and um, I always felt the connection to you despite um, the uh, time apart and um, other static that gets in the way of life. But um, anyway, thank you for sharing tonight. John, thank you so much for being here. I got to figure it's been somewhere between 15 and 18 years. And um, I am so honored to be reconnected with you, although that connection's just always been there. Um, and I look forward to an opportunity to, to talk to you outside of this call. And, and thank you so much for, for being on this call and uh, for already downloading 21 Days to Change today, already. So and I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And print it out. So. Mark. Mark. Yes. Hello? Do you know who this yes. is? Billy? Namesta. That which <laughs> is in me recognizes that which is in you. And I love you so much more than you'll ever know. And I cannot wait until I, my true self can meet you in person. You know, we have met and we have, we have our souls have danced and, and they, they continue to sing together and our hearts have connected and, and Billy there, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I, I, it's, yeah. I love you, Billy, and thank you. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, you, uh, you are an inspiration. You continue to be an inspiration. And um, I really appreciate your support and uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else tonight? Hey, Mark. This is Chris. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I've had a bunch of goals. I've been kind of just running up and wondering why I seem to have barriers to getting through them. And I think gratitude is the key. Thanks so much. Thank you, Chris. Love that you're on the call tonight. And uh, can't wait for you guys to be that much closer to me up here in Orange County. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I know, and I've been wishing for that for a while. What's taking so long? <laughs> you know, it's it's beautiful, the opportunity for us to connect 
for us to inspire each other. Um, each of you have played a role. Um, Chris, who just spoke, is was is was the catalyst for uh, getting Dream the Biggest Dream on iTunes and all the recordings, the podcasts up. Um, you know, Billy through our interaction, Allison, Eddie. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, it's uh, we we can continue to fan the flames of the fires that we have within that 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 make everything happen and and that's to me just so key i i i can't do anything that i do alone and honestly i wouldn't want to anyone else before we close out tonight's call love you dr dream keep up the good work Thank you. Good night. So just blessings to everyone. Find those opportunities to make a difference in each moment for yourself and everyone around you. And just whatever your challenges are, look at them head on, rise up to them, because it's just that opportunity to grow, to expand, to learn, to evolve. And you are just the one to do it. And if you want a little more of a kick in the pants, you give me a call direct, you find me online, whatever it takes, because I'm absolutely here. I love you all. Thank you very much. And please come back next week and bring more people with you. Have a great week. Love, Mark. Thank you.